Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome back to Travel Market Life. And in this mini-series, we're looking at the hospitality trade publications. We're going to look at the different publications that cover some of the industry. So check out through the list on our podcast channels some of those interviews that I've had. In today's episode, we speak to Boutique Hotelier. Travel Market Life. And joining me on the line is Zoe Monk, editor of Boutique Hotelier. Zoe, thank you ever so much for joining us today. And Boutique Hotelier has been going for quite some time now, and you've really carved the shape into the market. Would you help tell us all about your publication, please? Oh, well, um, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, we uh, launched actually 10 years ago, so we are celebrating our 10th anniversary this year. Um, so next month, uh, we would have been writing about hotels for you know a decade, which is crazy now thinking about it. Um, but we launched, um, first of all, we launched a website um, with a daily e-news alert. So we send out five sort of hot stories from the industry um, to people working in hotels across the UK. So it's four or five three, four, five star um, luxury hotels in the UK. Um, and so from the website platform, we sort of then expanded to do the monthly print magazine. Um, and we've been going ever since, even during COVID, we were still printing our magazines. We find people still love reading a magazine. They love having a tangible thing to read and show off and say, look, I'm on the front cover. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's so, the one thing that is so different know, about this industry, isn't it, Zoe? It's the fact that, you know, people are in the office. Hospitality is a people business. Um, it's on site. Yeah. And so magazines actually being able to pick them up, I guess they are, they're, they're still shared. But at the same time, being online means it comes through in their email inbox um, or they can do the search and, and they can come across the stories. That's really important to them yeah exactly I mean we've we've really tried hard to sort of grow the brand um, across all of those platforms so yeah we, the magazine still has tremendous value um, for people they put it in their staff rooms um, it brings a real boost to staff morale if they're working at a hotel and they see it featured um, and yeah obviously you know we really try to be the first with news online um, we really work hard on doing exclusive stories speaking to the industry just making sure that we are that real sort of valuable news source um, that people will come to. Um, hopefully our 10-year legacy will prove that so far. <laughs> uh, uh, absolutely. I mean, I say 10 years, you need to evolve. <laughs> you need to look at how the market is developing itself. But let's look at your audience for a second then. Um, who would you say is your core audience? Who are, you re who are your, your readership in general? We try and focus on the owners and the operators of the hotels. So the real sort of key decision makers, the people holding the purse strings, um, we're a free publication. We're, we're not behind a paywall. So paywall. So um, our content and our business is survives through advertising. So you know, yeah, companies will take an advert in the magazine or um, some sort of advertising, that sort of thing. Um, and we really pride ourselves on that. So we keep our content completely free. Um, and we know that through our relationships that we are going out to these owners and operators because we go and speak to them, we get out in the market and they say, oh, yeah, I read about that. I saw your story. Um, you know, so so we are going to the senior team, um, the general managers, the hotel managers, um, all of that sort of board level um, that we are. And we know that we're reaching them. So, um, yeah. 
What is to- sort of topics are really sort of resonate with your audience? The ones that gets them uh, most excited or the ones that uh, you get the most interaction with? Because I guess nowadays with digital, you can actually see that. Yeah, um, it's funny. I mean, a lot of the sort of people-led stories are still very interesting to the industry. So big management changes at hotels are always going to get the clicks. Um, you know, someone wants to know the gossip about where this <laughs> where the GM is heading. Um, So hopefully we can get the scoop on those sorts of things. Um, Also, obviously, at at the moment, a lot about sustainability. So um, we wrote a story um, the other week about the Hand and Flowers, Tom Kerridge's place and how he saved X amount on a new um, energy saving initiative. So that did really well for us. Um, I think a lot of businesses are obviously starting to think about that. New hotels are always a winner. Um, new openings, um, when you get anything big brand wise does well. So obviously anything Robin Hudson touches turns to gold. Trends, so you know, anything that design trends that people um enjoy, any sort of top ten, those sorts of articles do do well for us. So um yeah. I mean, you, you, as you say, you do a lot of your own content. You're getting a lot of press releases coming to you every single day. And you're out there in the industry talking to people, trying to find out what those stories actually are to bring them to life. Now, uh, how do you how would you advise people? What, what advice do you give to get featured in Boutique Hotelier? I mean, it sounds obvious, but just email me <laughs> a couple of paragraphs and directly to me or Eamon. We will pick it up. We will read it. We will get back to you or just again old school pick up the phone and give us a call we're usually in the office it goes direct to our mobiles if not um you don't have to i think a lot of independent hotels um think that they unless they've got some real sort of pr clout behind them that they're not going to get featured um but that's just not true at all we we love hearing from the hotels direct um and that's really what the, the sort of relationships that we want to nurture um and it doesn't have to be a real perfectly well written press release um to be featured that's our job you give us the news and we will write it for you so so literally just a few lines a couple of lines about something and we will follow up with you um it can be about anything anything new you're doing at the hotel whether it's you're trying you know a new staff initiative um to boost morale something like that and you're starting to see results um anything that you can back up with like stats so you know staff retention levels for example Something like that is, is, that's your hook. You know, that's what I want to hear about. Um, Fenders always want to get uh, in the news, um, featured as well. Uh, what advice do you give to suppliers in the industry to get in, into a boutique hotelier? Um, that coveted hotspot on boutique hotelier. Um, well, for suppliers, it's obviously hard because we do prioritise our advertisers and we're not, you know, we're not ashamed to say that because... Um, you know, the, the ones that support us financially, we, we will support them editorially. And we do choose brands that align with us um, in terms of uh, the business model and the fit. So, um, but from a general perspective, I would say that anything stats led or survey led or data led, I know there's a lot more press releases being framed that way that I do see a lot more of, which I'm much more likely to write about um, than it being... Um, oh, you know, this person's just come up with this new product for the hotel. Would you like to write about it? The chances are probably not because I get a lot of those. Um, So, yeah, if if you can tell me something really good that you found out about the users of your product, then, yeah, 
again, anything trend-wise that you can see. So, you know, a mattress supplier, for example, they might have seen demand for mattresses in suites go up. You know, that's a news story. So send it to me. <laughs> Lovely. Wonderful. Thank you. So um, you have the awards ceremony coming up very soon. Um, and uh, I know, Yes. So uh, tell us all about the Boutique Hotelier Awards. Um, so the Boutique Hotelier Awards, um, this is our third year um, of this um, particular specific format of the awards. So, so we give out 16 category awards, um, half to suppliers um, and half to hotels and staff members within the hotels. Um, so we uh, have a ceremony on the first night of the independent hotel show. So everyone's in town. They're all up for it. <laughs> and they go to the show. They go to their two awards and then they'll come straight over to us, hopefully. Um, and it's a three course dinner, as you can imagine, you know, drinks are flowing. It's just a fun night. And we find that hopefully um, people will bring their teams. Uh, that's really what we want to see. People, managers, owners bringing their teams along to celebrate all together. Um, and yeah, we, we get a lot of nominations in. Um, then we do the shortlists and um, hopefully then open up the voting and the winners are decided by vote. So, um, yeah, it's always a good night. <laughs> a lot of well, work. I'm, lo <laughs> I'm looking forward to it because it's going to be one of the first times that I'm going to be able to get there. And Travel Market Life is good. one of the media partners for Independent Hotel Show. So I look forward to seeing you at uh, those awards. And good luck to anyone that's been shortlisted. Uh, don't forget to get those votes in. Um, now, Zoe, I mean, you were away on maternity leave. You came back. Um, you had dealt with the COVID before um, you went away. Um, so what developments have you seen in the sector on, on your return and uh, what are particularly exciting you? I mean, I, th I think in general, um, we saw a lot during COVID, didn't we, about when hospitality venues were allowed to reopen. Um, it was a lot about separation and keeping guests enclosed um, in a space um, due to, you know, germs, contamination, all of that. That's all gone. However, the, the sort of need for that private space that's still within the confines of a hotel and on the ground, the demand for that sort of space is absolutely through the roof I'm finding so alternative accommodations you know we've seen it if you think about it this isn't really a new thing like Chute and Glen was one of the first and they did their tree house well they were probably the first to do the tree houses they did them donkeys years ago <laughs> and 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 it's now really that everyone else is sort of doing the shepherd's huts the tree houses um and it is it's really interesting to see because the the different types of accommodation that you can put on grounds is amazing and and it all sort of plays into this immersive experience that more guests want so so they want to be part of the grounds and that then carries through to sort of a lot of out, outside dining experiences so you, you're getting what I'm seeing as well is a lot more immersive kitchen garden dining menus and things like that so you'll sort of sit um in the evening sort of surrounded by twinkly lights and really in the grounds and um a lot of these places just look so fantastic um and the the menus are just obviously all sort of um chime with that theme as well um the grove in hertfordshire they, they do like this feast on cloud nine i think it's called and they do they've got sort of these hot air balloons that are just stationed in the grounds and you can just sit and have dinner in one of those and it's just like it, it's an experience isn't it I, th I think people are trying businesses are trying to go further than just doing a gimmick 
team activities as well. So corporate days are, are not boring conferences anymore. There's a lot more, again, activities, experiences. Um, in general, the industry, I'm just seeing so many exciting new openings as well. Like ones that particularly are Grove of Narberth. Um, those guys have obviously opened their second hotel and they're in um, in the process of doing the refurb. So that's that's been really exciting to see. Um, the guys at the Beckford Group, um, predominantly pubs with rooms, but they're doing their first hotel. The Gallivant, they're obviously opening their second. I'm like name dropping all these people now thinking. Aren't you just, you, yes, you're well connected. And uh, you are going stateside as well as part of the developments at Boutique Hotelier. Tell us more. Yeah, we're, we're going to go across the pond and <laughs> give it a bash. Um, hopefully it, you know, ends up um, not like Spice Girls who completely failed. But um, yeah, we, we are launching Boutique Hotelier USA. Um, we're, we're, we're live online now. We're, we're sending out um, three news alerts a week. So that takes the same form as the UK one which is um, five news stories from the sector um, and we are going to be officially launching a print title at the Independent Hotel Show um, in Miami so they are doing their first um, USA edition so the London show is going out to Miami and we're going to be there it's, it's just really exciting for us now now we've got a bigger team we feel like we're really um, ready to sort of grab the market with both hands Excellent. Well, I wish you all the best luck with that because that's just around the corner. Uh, and I know how hard it is to get things off the ground. Um, so it's great that you've got a partnership with the Independent Hotel Show, which is where hopefully I'll be seeing you um, in October 16th and 17th uh, this year in London. And Independent Hotel Show itself is looking to go global as it takes on both Amsterdam and Munich in 2024. Uh, so thanks again, Zoe, for joining us today and actually sharing an insight into what it is to be boutique hotelier and all the types of content that really gets people excited and interested thanks for having me ryan appreciate it for more go to travel market life the music sensation by zach nelson is reproduced under license from storyblocks travel market life is a haynes marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries